0: believe that you can heal yourself? Too often, we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer.
1: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in our amazing world. Welcome to another episode of Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible with our Miraculous Healing Series. Today we're going to talk about something that um, is a little unusual or maybe not. You know, do you ever like go to work and you can't figure out why things aren't working or why? you just seem like you're unhappy or it's just like, life's just not working in your work environment. And you really don't know why. Did you know that everywhere that you go, here you are? That's something to think about because we're the common denominator often of what is going on in our lives. And sometimes when we see what is happening outside of ourselves, it's like an inner reflection of what may be going on inside of you on some level that you haven't really addressed or even looked at. So I'm very excited today to have our guest, Bonnie Artman Fox, MS, licensed marriage family therapist, who wrote an amazing book. And she's going to share her story on how she got to that. And let me just share a little bit about Bonnie here. Bonnie is a workplace conflict expert and accredited Ross boss whisperer I love that which she's trademarked. Um, And Bonnie uh, takes us from the messy team conflict and brings team together teams together so they're more effective and productive. She's drawn on her decades of experience as a psychiatric nurse and a licensed family therapist. Bonnie brings a unique perspective in guiding executive leaders to create healthy teams and organizations. And I'm going to add, she probably assists individuals as well to do the same. Bonnie is the author of the best selling book, How Did My Family Get in My Office? I love that title. <laughs> Her leadership turnaround coaching program has an 82% success rate in guiding leaders to replace abrasive behavior with essential emotional intelligence, such as tact, empathy, and consideration of others. So it is my pleasure to bring Bonnie Artman Fox to our show. Hey, Bonnie, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Hello, Doris and Dolores. Thank you so much for the invitation to be here on your podcast oh you're so welcome I you know I just cracked up when you told me the name of your book because it's just like I totally get that because you know everywhere you are here everywhere you go here you are and I could even change that to how did my family get in my OR suite <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes yes <laughs> oh my god so tell us about your story and and how did you get to where you're at and what you do now because there's always a story there please share there, yes there is thank you it goes way back uh,
0: to early in my career i had been recruited uh, for my very first leadership position up to that point i had primarily clinical roles and responsibilities as a psychiatric nurse And when I was recruited for this position, I had self-doubt that I I said, you know, I'm not sure I'm the person for you. I don't have leadership experience. Oh, Bonnie, you'll be great. You're known for your excellent clinical skills. And besides, we'll provide the leadership development. We'll teach you everything you need to know. Well, I was excited here. I thought this is a way to advance my career. Mm -hmm. But maybe you and your listeners can relate to sometimes what's promise doesn't turn out to be reality. And sure enough, within a few short months, it became clear that there was no leadership development, and basically the message was, do what I was told. I had uh, responsibility, but I didn't have authority. And call me crazy, but I really did want this job. I loved the work that we were doing. I was the director of an outpatient substance abuse treatment program. Individuals were getting into recovery. Families were reconciling. I had a great team that I had personally recruited. And yet this was causing me upset stomach, uh, sleepless nights, anxiety. And at the time, coaching really wasn't a thing as it is now. So I did the next logical thing. I went to therapy.
1: Maybe (laughs) not something
0: others would choose to do, but that was the only way Mm -hmm. that I thought at the time to develop the skills to navigate through this tough situation. And uh, the therapist asked me, tell me about how conflict was handled in your upbringing. And I thought, what does my family have to do with why I'm here, which is about this (laughs) dysfunctional work situation? And I told her that, you know, we did things as a family. We, We always had dinner together. We went to Disney World. We had extended family gatherings with my cousins. That's great, she said what did people do with upsetness? How did people deal with when they were in conflict? Yeah. And then it dawned on me, we didn't talk about (laughs) problems. They went underground and I love my family dearly. So this is not to throw anybody under the bus. It's just the reality is we didn't have those skills. And the therapist then said something that little did I know would, transform the rest of my life sounds like your family's in your office <laughs> and those profound words became my journey of healing uh, tapping into the name of your podcast that i healed in ways i didn't think possible mm-hmm. that it wasn't about changing others it was about changing me about how i was showing up in this situation and how it was an opportunity for my growth yeah
1: that's actually you know It's very profound, especially when you realize those things. It's like it's like a huge aha moment. You're like, oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure many people in our audience have had those like, oh, yeah, I get it. now. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. At the time I read uh,
0: one of Harriet Lerner's books, The Dance of Anger, appropriately Mm -hmm. so. And this quote was instrumental in helping me to shift my mindset of pointing fingers about looking at other people and how terrible the situation was to my personal responsibility. And she says, we cannot make another person change his or her steps to an old dance. But if we change our own steps, the dance can no longer continue in the same predictable pattern. And that's what I focused on, was changing my patterns Mm -hmm. and learning how to speak up for myself, how to be assertive, and navigate that power struggle in the workplace of not being too assertive, where I would be pushed back down again. So there was a lot of trial and error, a lot of uh, challenges. Um, it was with transparency. It was one of the toughest times of my life, and it was also the most growth-producing yeah. in helping me in my own personal development and led to the work that I do today of helping leaders transform abrasive leadership, uh, abrasive leadership style into emotional intelligence.
1: Yeah. And you know what, that's such a, that's such a big thing right now, because I think, you know, with everything that's happened over the last four years, you know, going through a pandemic and surviving that and just seeing how the old paradigm of what was allowed to happen has just crumbled right before our eyes. And, you know, people have pretty much woken up from a long slumber of, of you know, enough is enough and we need to start moving forward and creating something different. So, you know, I, I have to, you know, piggyback on something that you were saying. It, it, it's, It's like once you are aware it's hard mm-hmm. to go back to not being aware. Do you, can you agree with that? It's oh, just like, uh, once you're awake, you can't go back to sleep. Yes, now, yes. It's almost like whatever was unconscious has came to consciousness, and it can't go back to unconsciousness. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. it's just like, you know, now we know this. How do we move forward with this? And, you know, because it's, it's a new paradigm, and it's a new concept, and it's a new idea that we have no reference point for. So yes. maybe we could talk a little bit about that.
0: Well, that makes me think of Tasha Urick's, uh work on uh, self-awareness. And in her profound book, um, Insight, she talks about uh, there's a study that she did of 95% of people believe they're self-aware, when in actuality, only about 10 to 15% of people are actually self-aware. And yet when we become self-aware, then we can do something about improving and growing and and transforming the hurts in our lives and the challenges that we're facing into who we aspire to be and taking responsibility for our growth, for our future, for leadership and how we want to show up in the world. But we can't get there without self-awareness.
1: Oh, absolutely, and I think being self-aware, you know, people, I agree with you, some people claim that they're self-aware, they're not, you could tell, it's like their actions don't align with what they're saying, and, you know, that's where, like, the discerning piece comes in for a lot of people, it's just like, um, you know, you have to really learn how to develop that discernment piece within yourself to, you know, trust and know whether or not, this is real or this is, you know, Memorex or an illusion, you know. Well, you know, it's all an illusion. But the thing is, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you create your own reality based on what your beliefs and ideas are. And, you know, I, I know from personal experience, you know, you show up a certain way and then all of a sudden you make those changes within yourself your world does change. It's just like all of a sudden I always tell my coaching clients when they start, you know, stepping into their power is that don't be surprised if you get pushback because Absolutely. that means you're on the right track. Absolutely. There because they're so, so- they're so used to you showing up a certain way and you've changed within yourself and you've shifted that, that they're like, Oh my God, where's the old Dolores? You know, why can't, you know, so that's a good sign that you're, you know, you're progressing. So don't be discouraged by that.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree. And
1: um, I, I say to my coaching
0: clients, the same thing. Sometimes things get worse before they get better and know that's a good sign that you're most likely on the right track. Exactly.
1: Um, just
0: Add to the, the yeah. uh, concept of, about self-awareness the approach that I uh, about ourselves uh, our triggers and I tied into our family upbringing mm-hmm. uh, that that and again it's not to blame shame or throw any family member under the bus I truly believe those who raised us did the best they could with what they knew at the time
1: yeah.
0: that, that when we are triggered whether it's in our personal lives or in our professional life. Looking at the connection between uh, and what I approached in the book, How Did My Family Get in My Office, is connecting how conflict was handled in our upbringing impacts Mm -hmm. the way we handle conflict today. And I interviewed 11 leaders in different industries from different cultures, ethnicity, And there was the common denominator. All of us have a story from our upbringing Mm -hmm. and how conflict was handled in our upbringing influences how we handle conflict. And we can make the conscious choice of who do we aspire to be. Do we want to continue those same patterns or do we want to improve and change those patterns for the better? Holding on to the strengths of what Mm -hmm. our our parents or those who raised us, our family gave us, while at the same time, recognizing emotional outbursts, anger, people pleasing, using humor to diffuse conflict isn't a way of resolving conflict in the long run. And having honest conversations that that helps people become closer and reconcile uh,
1: differences in their relationship. I I totally agree with that and you know what I I find very fascinating too is that as people change right here right now in this moment they're actually healing their past but also creating the future because everything's happening simultaneously at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's about really when people start working on this aspect of themselves they have the potential to heal up to seven generations in the past and into the future. Mm -hmm. It's it's phenomenal. Your ancestors will thank you. (laughs) Yes. 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 There's a you may
0: know about Princess Eugenie that at age 12, she had scoliosis, a surgery to yes. to correct this. And she uh, tells a story and has this fabulous quote that scars tell a story about your past on your future and showing them is a way of getting rid of a taboo. Yeah. Fast forward several years later, after her surgery at age 12, when she was distraught about the surgery and the scar that it would have down her back, when she married and walked down the wedding aisle, she intentionally chose a wedding gown that had a V-neck in the back. So her, her scoliosis scar would be shown. Mm. She intentionally chose not to wear a veil so the scar could be shown. And she wanted people to know that even though scars are visible, you can heal from them. And I thought your audience and uh, especially the name of your podcast Mm -hmm. would really relate to
1: that of you can heal in ways you never thought possible. Absolutely. And what an inspiration I knew of her, her surgery, but I didn't realize that the gown had anything, her wedding gown. That's huge. I mean, that's speaks volumes of somebody who is, you know, Completely aligned with who she is at a at a very deep level, which, you know, that's kudos to her. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so I call
0: that um, in my book. I call that regard the scar. That all of us have scars, and whether they're visible or emotional, the first step towards healing and improving our conflict style for the better is acknowledging those hurts, those wounds from our upbringing or from past experiences. And when we name those scars and start to work through them, it takes the emotional charge out of them, but we don't stop there. The second step is refrain to stop blame. And this is where we take control of our thoughts that similar to what I spoke of earlier, that my therapist modeled to me not to blame, but to take responsibility and take control of my thinking of how to view this situation as an Mm -hmm. opportunity for my growth and to create meaning out of the the challenges that I was facing. So those first two steps are are about our self-awareness and managing our reactivity. The third R in the book of the four R's of resolution is respect and connect and this is where and this is the hardest part i'll be honest with you this is the hardest <laughs> that we take our self-awareness and our self-management from an emotional intelligence perspective and we stay connected we stay in the tension of difficult relationships difficult conversations conflict firmly grounded calm confident rooted in who we aspire to be mm-hmm. and extending the hand of we want to understand others point of view we may not agree with it it may be different how we view things but there's at least that the the calmness to have the dialogue to understand each other's perspective and then the last r is resolve to evolve that again we we have no control over what Mm -hmm. others do or don't do we can be the author of our
1: success absolutely well said. Before. Yeah, well said. And, you know, I, I also feel too, you know, I agree with everything that you're saying because it is so true. And you create your own reality. And, you know, sometimes our, it's so easy to go into react mode. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you just have to reel yourself in and not only react, but it's like when those difficult situations, come up it's like you it seems like you jump from being in your physical body where you're in the present moment and you go into your head where you're in react mode and you know it just you get the disconnect i know and i just want to piggyback this i i know some of the most difficult conversations that i've had with people if i stay in my heart space and speak from my heart without Mm -hmm. any agenda and just say what's on my mind um things go a lot better than i could ever imagine and for me that's been a lifelong lesson and i continue to to practice that on a daily basis because mm-hmm. let me tell you there's ample situations that, that allow you to practice on a daily basis yes oh, opportunities for our growth i like oh my to say gosh, yes. <laughs> so anyway so bonnie thank you so much for your words of wisdom and i'm going to um, put bonnie's information up here And she has a free gift for our audience. And why don't you tell us about that? Uh, Yes, it's the
0: Workplace Family Factor. And uh, you can go to workplacefamilyfactor.com. When you go there, you can take a very short assessment to identify your conflict style based on how conflicts was modeled in your upbringing. After you take the short assessment, you will receive an email with your results And then you'll receive another email with strategies of how you can improve your conflict style for the better. Uh, So it's intended to help
1: you gain self-awareness and to help you develop productive conflict management strategies. Thank you for that. And I'll tell you, I'm going to sign up for that, too, because I'm always curious to find out what else I could learn. Um, and possibly grow from. But thank you so very much. And, you know, before we sign off, is there some last parting words that you'd like to share with our audience today?
0: You can heal from scars. Scars Mm -hmm. can be transformed into strengths. And when you regard your scars, reframe to stop blame, respect and connect,
1: resolve to evolve, you will be the author of your success. Well said, Bonnie, and thank you so much for being on our show today. And like um, we shared, if you'd like your free gift, it's workplacefamilyfactor.com. It's a free gift to um allow you to explore deeper your family roots and how you you show up in, in life. I think that's a it's a beautiful gift and thank you so much for that. And if you need to find out more about Bonnie, um, her website is Bonnie Artmanfox.com. So I invite you to take a look at that. And once again, thank you so much for being part of our show. And um, if you like what you see here. I invite the audience to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Dr. Dolores Fizzino. Would love to have your subscription. And also, if you are the type of person who has a tendency to be in your head and worry about yesterday and try to figure things out for tomorrow, have I got something for you? It's a free meditation to get you into the present moment. So if you're interested in that, I invite you to go to drdoloresfazzino.com forward slash free dash video. So signing off for now and see you next time on our next episode of Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible. Take care now.
0: Thank you for listening to the Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it.